Welcome to The Observer Effect, a podcast of travel stories. Each week we hope to bring you a conversation with someone we meet overseas, and at least one good story. Van Gogh once asked, Does what goes on inside show on the outside? Someone has a great fire in his soul, and nobody ever comes to warm themselves at it, and passers-by see nothing but a little smoke at the top of the chimney. Well, I'm a male, 25 (laughs) years old. I'm about one... 0.72 0.72 meters high and yeah I people saying that I smile all the time it's true and it's also because I have a big mouth <laughs> <laughs> and right now I have short hair mm-hmm. but I only go to the um, hair cutter like when it's really necessary mm. so you shall I have short hair and then it's grosser What's your definition of really necessary? Like, it's really long and no structure. (laughs) And it's always hanging to my eyes. Then I can't see anything. (laughs) Then I need to go to the (laughs) Hakata. And can you describe where we are right now? Right now we're sitting in a refugee camp in Rizona. Uh, It's in Greece. And it's uh, like a normal-sized camp. There are right now about 500 refugees here. And there was like in the before summer, it was about 900 Mm. refugees. And now it's a bit, um, yeah, it has much structure Mm. and yeah, and less refugees, so it's more easygoing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what do you see in front of us right now? Can you just describe things, anything? In front of us, I see. few big tents and I also see like an area which is a, a, a fence around because there is there are the children who get taught in who get taught in in like English and other languages and mathematics also mathematics. And kindergarten I think yeah exactly it's uh, IMU the organization yeah. IMU not the letters not the acronym but it's I IMU IMU and and you work with Echo exactly yeah I work with Echo it's also a volunteering company and actually Echo was like a fundraising company. But then the refugee camps told that it's good to have also money, but they, the thing that they need most are volunteers really? who help. Really? Yeah, yeah. So they also started, like, since last year to send volunteers here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and so uh, I'm here as a volunteer. Mm-hmm. It's a good friend of mine who spent also, like, in July for more than two weeks um, he told me about it, mm. so that's the reason why I'm here. Mm-hmm. But, and but tell me more about why you came here. It's because, actually, you know, um, I'm from Austria, I think I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. And it's also the, the, the refugee crisis, they're saying. Mm. It's also hit Austria. Really? You can see it in Austria? Yeah, definitely. It was like when they, when they 
changed the route through the through the landscape. Mm. It was they came across the border, mm -hmm. and you could see the a bit changing of the of the minds in the Austrian citizen because first they say, okay, are you all welcome? But then it more and more came, mm -hmm. and so also the like the the political um, side, also the right wing, said no, we have to close the border. Mm. So slowly but surely, it got more and more closed, mm. and it was like they really needed help. And the first like big amounts of refugees came, mm. and um, the only thing I could do at that time was like spending clothes. Yeah. And r right now, when I had time. It was like they, um, they also they, they get more structure in Austria, like also a lot of houses, mm. and they don't need that kind of volunteers anymore. Mm. So I was thinking, okay, but where can I really help? And so Francis told me about this, about Echo, and that's the reason why I'm here to really help where I, where they really need me. And what do you think of your experience so far? It's a, uh, it's really like. Um, First, when you came here, it's like um, you don't know what you expect, actually. Yeah? Mm. And you you made up a lot of things in your mind. Mm. But once you're here, it's just you recognize that uh, just normal people, like everyone else. It's also, you're thinking like they're, because it's all saying refugees and they're just like um, not educated well and, and this kind of shit, actually. And it's just not true because it's, They're just normal people, and that's the, that's also how they need to get treated, mm, mm. and that's really important. And um, it's 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 tough sometimes because you need that kind of structure here as well. Mm -hmm. Like when you, for example, you hand out some fruits, that everyone gets the fruits, mm. so you just cannot give them two fruits, mm. and then someone else gets no fruits because then they get angry and they totally understand it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's one of the hard things to say no to the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And but you get used to it. And what is also really nice when you get in touch with them and you get invited in a tent so for some have some tea or mm. some lunch with them. Can you describe your first time going into the, one of the tents? Um, yeah, it was with other volunteers, mm -hmm. and it was really nice because um, yeah, it just also they they the refugees don't know you. They just say, "Come on, sit with us, eat whatever you want," and it's really nice to see that because actually they they don't have a lot, but what they can share they really want to share with you yeah and it's a really nice experience as well i have a question for you since you're a more experienced volunteer than me yeah uh, <laughs> i've done that and i i eat the food and i'm mm -hmm. happy to you know uh but i have this feeling i want to return the favor do you know what i mean yeah, yeah but i don't know i don't know what to do you know <laughs> i think have you come to have you yeah. felt that that anxiety and then how have you resolved that I know what you mean, and I think it's um, the thing that you can do is just to accept what they offer you, mm -hmm. and then they are also you see that they are happy when you like you take the food that they're giving you because it's also like more like an Eastern food, mm -hmm. and well, when they and see that you like it, and they're just like oh. They give you more and more, and yeah. you just well, you're not allowed to stop <laughs> to eat. I'm happy too. I yeah. mean, last time I ate stuffed zucchinis. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a zucchini stuffed before. Zucchini stuffed zucchini. Stuffed oh, zucchini. Oh, I didn't have that. It was uh. amazing. I, I so I'm more than happy to uh, eat their uh. food. You know, uh. <laughs> I just hope it's a good thing if I go around yeah. eating all the time. Yeah, know? and I think <laughs> when they see that you like it, that's 
and stuff, kind of stuff that you can give them back. I hope, I hope it's good for their uh, hearts. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but then it's also difficult because you like, they're, um, of course you get like bonded to them a little bit. Mm. But it's difficult, you know, when you just and then you maybe buy them some some stuff. Right, right, right. And then right. others seize them, and then they also want it. So right, it's it's that, tricky. That's, that's a tricky balance. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so how how much longer will you be here? Actually, I'm leaving next Tuesday. So Glad it's I caught just, you now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. Um, How do you think you'll carry this experience into your rest, you know, into your life? Yeah, yeah. That's also one point why I come here, because um, now when I get in an argument with also our uh, Austrian citizen who's saying, you know, we don't want the refugees, they're just here for economic reasons and, and the shit. And now I can really say, no, you know, I've been here, I've been working with them, I can tell you what's going on and, and all also I heard a lot of really sad stories from the refugees so it's like um, I can argue with a really fact that I just don't get from the news because uh, I was really here and that's this that thing is it's really my important prejudice but do you mm -hmm. think those people will listen to your story do you think that this is credible for them uh, yeah, is it uh, a credibility that they accept I, I, I that's you know maybe some of them won't mm. accept it they also can say like oh no I don't believe you but at least for me I can say like I know it because I was here mm. so you can trust me or not but if you not trust me I, mm. I cannot do anything more but yeah, yeah. It's, it's the thing that I, I think um, at least so I, I can say it with like a really clear mind and yeah 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 excellent yeah. so what role has movement or travel played in your life have you been around a lot yeah actually i took a gap year after school wow, fantastic i'm yeah. so jealous <laughs> so it was not a gap year it was a gap half year yeah but uh, i always wanted like um to see other countries and also Why? other cultures i don't know it was like the thing you're saying like to get open-minded but i think it's also to get open-minded is the wrong word wording yeah but um, I don't know, I just, I wanted to get in touch with more people and outside from Austria and also outside from Europe because Europe is really nice and you have a lot of countries, but it's like you said, it's the Western, the Western system. Yeah. So I was traveling to New Zealand and Australia and Southeast Asia. Honestly, it's New Zealand and Australia, it's more like Western culture. But the, the Asian culture is really nice as well. Yeah. And the most um, the most important fact that I took with me from the traveling is that you really it doesn't matter where where you are and with whom you are. It's like in every country you have like the really nice people and the assholes. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> it doesn't matter where you're from. You know, it's just. In every culture, humans are like, with one you get in touch, and with other you just can't because you, you don't fit. It's true. Yeah, and it's, it's also something I, I really also try to get up in my mind, also when I'm here in a refugee camp, but because also there are some of them, like, you're not so sympathetic with them. Yeah. And it's just totally normal, and it doesn't have anything to do with their culture. It's just like just different nature. character, yeah. 
Okay, I have one more question, but yeah. can we walk away from this truck yeah, for sure. ask it? So, just a little bit more. Hey, Abdullah. How are you? Uh, so, last question. Yeah. What's your favorite travel experience? Do you have a good story? Yeah, actually there are a few. There must be. <laughs> um, I just think about... Yeah, maybe right here is okay. Um, well, there's this... Yeah, actually this was a really nice story. Because uh, when I was in Australia, and I was in New Zealand, I done a lot of um, couch surfing. Yeah. And my last stop in Australia was in Cairns. And I, I, I've been with Frank. And he's a really nice guy, and he's as well a nudist. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've been naked for two weeks in Cairns. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was really fun because he was posting it in, in Couchsurfing, the website. <laughs> he's saying he's sharing the natural way of lifestyle, and like you know, in my apartment, you should get rid of your clothes. And so you chose this. You knew what yeah, you were getting into. I, I, yeah, I, I what, knew it. But what was your thought process? Like you thought, oh, this would be an interesting experience. Exactly. Yeah. You've never so why not? done it before. Yeah. You know, I, of course, I went like swimming naked and stuff. But it's common not in like, Austria, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. But also not like with a foreigner, you know. Yeah. And not and living. Yeah. Not every day. And <laughs> it was fun because when you know when I saw him at the at his apartment, he just came out and gave me a sarong. Yeah. And I took it and he showed me my room, a really nice little room. And then I was like, undressed myself and put the sarong around my hip. Yeah. And I just went out and Frank was naked, of course. <laughs> and I just uh, asked him, Frank, is it okay this way? And he just grabbed the sarong. Oh, come on, 30. <laughs> <laughs> and took it off. And then I was like two weeks naked. But it was it was nice. It was a nice experience. And it's also um, good because you don't need to wash so many clothes. You save money. Fact, exactly. And also his friends, also nudists. Yeah. And they had also couch surfers and we had like naked barbecue with them. Had some naked sausages, you know, <laughs> some sausages on the grill and Pretty. it was really nice. This is the most amazing <laughs> thing. I, I did not expect <laughs> that. That is fantastic. <laughs> uh, did you, yeah, can you verbalize what you, did you learn anything from, from that? Like, learn? Uh, did, uh, yeah, did you learn something? I mean. It's actually I, I think I, I didn't learn something, but it's more like or, yeah, or did, it's, it, did it change you? I mean, mm, I wouldn't say that it changed me. It was just you, like you're not you haven't been naked since, have you? Um, yeah, I've, I've been naked. But I mean, like uh, yeah. living naked. Um, you know, when I'm Are you alone at home. Now? No, no, not really. Okay, I'm okay. a nudist, but you know, when I'm home alone, uh, alone or with my girlfriend, I also run around naked. <laughs> But okay, that's another story. Yeah, <laughs> but it's um, it was just nice to get this experience and yeah. and yeah. yeah, and so it's like when it will happen next time, I'm just ready <laughs> to do it again. Thank you so much, Freddy. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That is perfect. So yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for speaking English, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, I hope you will can you understand it later on. Please consider making a microloan on kiva.org. That's K-I-V-A dot O-R-G. They link lenders and borrowers in countries where capital is otherwise hard to obtain. 
it's really a great way to connect with people on the other side of the world. That's kiva.org.